This podcast is part of the Podcast Arcade Network. Welcome to the Covert Nerd Podcast. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. Please take a moment and pause this podcast right now and share it with somebody who you would think would enjoy the same topic. Whether it's a family member, friend, coworker, I would really appreciate it. Please go to covertnerd.net for all the previous episodes and the different ways that you can get in touch with me. And without further ado, let's dive right in and nerd it up. All right. Hey, everybody. We're back for another episode of Darker and Edgier with Ben and Al from Lenny Vernon. Just like routine, we're going to start with our guest, the artist, because Al is the expert, right, Al, on on all sure. things artist, right, from the 90s. That's right. Are you ready, Al? Yes. Okay. Got the first one here. We've got Deadpool number three. And these are all from the 90s, by the way. That is uh, Joe Madrera. There you Joe. go. See, yeah. I'd forgotten all about him. I didn't realize Deadpool. I don't know what else he did. I guess I didn't dig into that. Do you know what else he did besides Deadpool? After well, So when he did Deadpool, incidentally, he was like 18, what? 19. Really? Yeah. He, yeah, he was regarded as like the uh, the wonder kid of comics. Uh, now, to be fair, he'd gone to a uh, like arts high school in, on like on scholarship in New York, so he wasn't like it's not like he was just a regular schmuck. But uh, yeah, he was like 18, 19 years old when he uh, broke into uh, comics doing uh, Deadpool, and then after Deadpool, he went on to be the regular artist on X Men for like on Uncanny X Men for like two years, um, and then he went to Image. Um, actually, I think it was Boom Studios, but it was an image book, and he did Battle Chasers. Okay. Um, and then he did Battle Chasers, I think, for like two or three years, but he didn't, uh, he, he wasn't good with his deadlines or his uh, <laughs> consistency. And then the book started, the, the numbers started dropping off. And then he also did a lot of uh, album art, video game art. And then through that they had looser deadlines and he basically started his own uh his own imprint and has just done uh video games really and now he, he makes video games and mostly does you know and he'll do the artwork for him but yeah and he's 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 done a couple things for marvel uh not monthly books he'll do like the you know they'll say hey we want four issues of mm-hmm. a big you know like the Avengers versus somebody take all the time you need. Uh, Okay. He'll do that kind of stuff, but he's yeah. Monthly books and him don't get along. Uh, Yeah. Okay. I was going to say bad at deadlines and bad consistency fits right in at image. Right. (laughs) Lack of deadlines. (laughs) Hmm. That's interesting. So he went from zero to hero, so to speak from just some kid to we're going to put you on Deadpool. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Good job, Al. All right. Next one. I want to say Mike Mignola. Nope. No. One more try here. Oh, man. That is Kevin Nolan, maybe, because it's DC Batman. Oh, I just made a mistake. I saw it's right there on the front cover. <laughs> I still I can't read it. Tim Sale. <laughs> oh, Tim Sale. I think he just died recently. <laughs> I didn't do the first episode or first issue of Long Halloween. A lot of people know that one, but so I was like, "Well, let's go with the." Oh the yeah, third there it one. is. Just, yeah, I, I just 
<laughs> I just realized that. I was like, oh, I didn't block that out. <laughs> oh, well. All right. Yeah, that makes sense that it's Tim Sale. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's got – he does look a lot like Mike Manola now that you say that. They're a little more jagged. <laughs> yeah. And he's a very uh, graphic not necessarily realism, but he does, you know, it is, is more of like commercial illustration <laughs> graphics type work. Yeah, and in fairness, this isn't a good a high resolution image, but that's okay. All right. Long yeah. Halloween. All right. Two. The DC the ones always trip me up. Yeah. Yeah, because you were more of a Marvel guy. All Marvel. Marvel, maybe some image in there. All right. So next one. Last but not least, giant fold out cover. That's Eric Spider-Man. Eric Larson, yes, good job. That's a softball yeah. right there. This is this is huge. I love how busy this thing is. Look at that. Yeah. Spider-Man number twenty-three. I mean, look at that. Just everything, everywhere, everyone. Yep. Got Deathlock. I had that issue. You had that one. Oh yeah. yeah. Deathlock. I I remember getting some of his early ones in the early nineties. He was okay, but. They, man, they really tried with him in the 90s. They did. Yeah. They were trying too hard. <laughs> I think so. But he was okay. I just... Was that Solo? Yeah, you got Solo up in the top left corner. Oh, the green guy up there? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got Solo, Nova, Mr. Fantastic, Hulk, Thing, Spider-Man, Deathlock, uh, Doc Ock over in the corner. Okay, so I see you got the Sinister Six on one side and then yep. Heroes on the other. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, good job. Thanks. Got two out of three. So real good. All right. So who wants to go first? We're talking video games based on 90s comics. Actually, we should, in fairness, we should start with what kicked off. Actually, so Al, you're going to go. I, I'll pick that because right. this is what kicked it off. So last episode, we were talking about comic book ads. And I saw this one for a Silver Surfer jet ski. And we were like, hey, let's talk about 90s comics. So, Al, take it away on, on Silver Surfer. So, yeah, I had the Silver Surfer video game. And I actually, uh, as I've mentioned, I beat the Silver Surfer video game. It took a minute. It wasn't, you know, like over a weekend. <laughs> yeah. Like it was, it, I, put, I put work into that damn game. I thought it was fun. I liked it. I liked the graphics. You know, I mean, it was a, it's a side scroll mostly yeah. there were a couple levels where the you were looking down on the surfer uh but for the most part it was a side scroll game i always thought it was cool the way his uh his board would they animated it so that if he was you know going up or down the board would move but it was uh it was incredibly hard and i didn't realize until years later when people were telling me you know holy cow you beat silver surfer that game was almost impossible i was like i don't know i never even beat mario so now you bought? Did you buy this, or did somebody buy it for I you? Did. No, you bought well, it. Yeah, I bought it. That, that was that was mowing some lawns there. Yeah. Uh, and then it was so I looked it up, and I was doing some some research last night and googling some things about the game, and uh, the one thing that they did point out, one of the reasons why it was so difficult is it would take you'd have to shoot you know, hit something multiple times to kill any enemies coming at you. But if you even looked at the scenery wrong, if you touched anything as the surfer, you were dead. What? So oh. yeah, you couldn't, you couldn't hit anything <laughs> or you're, or you're done. You're off your board. Um, wow. So that, that's, that didn't help. But I, you know, I thought it was fun. 
<laughs> it was just, it was challenging. I think because it was so hard for me, I think that's what made it fun. Just because the, like where I was saying before, the tenacity of like, you know, damn it, I'm going to get past this level. Out of all the games to pick, that's hilarious. So you would have won, I think you would have won the, the jet ski. Because Probably. I, for, from what I've read, nobody could beat this game. Right. So if I actually beat it, yeah, I would have been high in the running. That's for sure. Yeah. Of course, <laughs> I don't jet, know what I would have done with a jet ski. Jet ski. <laughs> <laughs> or the second prizes were 1,000 Silver Surfer watches. So they were giving out 1,100 prizes. But I don't know that no. they even sold 1,100 or 1,001 games. I don't know. Right. It came out in ninety, so it was a little later in the in the Nintendo lifespan. So, I've got some promotion exec at Nintendo has a thousand Silver Surfer watches in his basement, <laughs> just right? in their inbox, <laughs> and yeah. a jet ski in his garage. He's like, I thought this was a good idea, but uh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you could pick. Let's see. There's five worlds. It yeah. looks like. Yep, it was like Mega Man. You could choose whatever world you wanted to go to, and as you checked them off, then you, you'd move to the next one. So you didn't have to go in any order. So if you started playing one and realized, no, I'm not gonna, that's not happening yet, then you could just go and you know, choose an easier one and build yourself up. Is there, a, like Mega Man, they have kind of a recommended order? Do you know if there was a, a recommended order? Or you just like, I, hey, I'm they, just... I think you figured out the recommended order. You know, because like yeah. some levels were were harder or easier than the other, so you you had your own recommended order after. That. Oh, <laughs> so some of the levels were side, and then some of them were yep. top down. Yep. Oh, okay. So well, that that kind of mixes it up a little bit, at least. I think. Yeah, and it was all just dodging stuff. <laughs> oh, that's right. You're getting this uh, this like the MacGuffin parts for this weapon yeah. for Galactus. Yep. Oh, what was the ending like? I, I read about it. I honestly, I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> I remember. So let me find it. I think you get to the end and you give Galacticus the final part, and, but then you, the Silver Surfer tells him, this is too dangerous. You can't have it. And it just ends. <laughs> so the whole point is to get these parts for Galactus. And then you're like, no, you can't have it. It's too dangerous. I did I think, not. Uh, I think it was one of those. Once I beat it, I wasn't revisiting this game a lot. Yeah, yeah. You're just like I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're, you're, you mowed a lot of lawns to get it, so you had to work hard yeah. to get the thing, and then you had to work hard to beat it. So then you're just right. like, no, we're done. Well, and if yeah, and if that ending with that ending, I can't imagine feeling satisfied. <laughs> okay, here it is. I found it. So at the end, you get all the pieces. And Galacticus says, it's mine. But the Silver Surfer says, no, it's too dangerous and hides it away. And it just says the end. That's amazing. Uh, just mad now. See, Al, what, what could have been? This this ad has Silver Surfer flying through space with a kid just like hands in the air like he doesn't care. That could have been you, Al. Right. That could have been me. Uh, well, let's see. You have to have it in by march 31st of 1991 i i think you might be a little little late for that i don't yeah that and i don't think i beat it by then <laughs> <laughs> oh okay so it was it was later oh you got this one way later huh well no i think i, I probably got the game in like 90 91 something like that but i don't think i like it took a minute to beat it okay okay did it have saves or how how did it do saves or codes so. or... however yeah i think it was like how Mega Man worked like once you beat one you get the code yeah something like that 
Yeah. The value, we were talking about this earlier. If you have, this fits into Ben Crane's investment opportunities right here. If you have a Silver right. Surfer game and it's like mint condition, you're, they're going for 700 to $1,000 on the high end. Probably more realistically, you're looking down here like 100 maybe 40 bucks. But right. you said it had a poster. That was That's probably what drive. If you have this poster, the game, the cart, the sleeve, the manual... It's worth quite a bit. Was it one of those fold out posters? It's like full in like the four four folds or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was folded up to fit in the box. And you just, you know, so it had some seams when you, you know, taped it up to your wall. Let's see, it was just the basically the box art on on a poster, is that yeah. what it was primarily? Yeah. Okay. The Joe Jusco uh cover art there. Joe Jusco did the art, huh? Yep. Many, many hours of Al's, Al's time invested in Silver so Surfer. So if you, <laughs> you want to go check it out, you can probably find it on an emulator someplace. Let's, let's play a little bit here so you can kind of hear it. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you couldn't get hit at all, right? No, no. One hit, you're done. Oh my gosh. How many lives? You start out with like three lives, I assume. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> wonder, if, wonder if they went clear to the end on this video. Yes, they did. Okay, <laughs> we, got, we got to find this. Let's see. We can see the awesome ending. Yes. This is what Al saw about 32 yep. years ago. Yeah. Yep. That's no, now the device is mine. Yeah, he's really red, isn't he? He is red. No, the device is too dangerous. It will take. I will take it to a safe place. Never shall it fall into the wrong hands. <laughs> and Galactus just lets him. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. The. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll, put, I'll put a link in the show notes for later. You can check out the whole thing. So it took this guy, whoever did it, I'm sure it's hacked or something, 41 minutes to go from beginning to end. Wow. I take it it took more than 41 minutes, Al. A lot longer, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, man. I got to love those endings. The Nintendo had a lot of those, though. You are the winner, you know, for whatever <laughs> right. that was. I forgot what game that was, but they were not uh, burning calories on the minutia of the story endings. No, no, not at all. Just, just every concept meeting is like, all right, so how does this game end? We just put the end on the screen and I'm <laughs> out of ideas. On to the next game. <laughs> okay. Kids aren't buying it for the ending. No, right. no. Exactly. Just, just have it fade to black and then the end shows up. Maybe we put a question mark if we want to do a sequel. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Keep guessing. Yeah. Keep on the hook. Let's, and then, hey, to help promote it, we're going to have a contest, a jet ski contest, because that's what kids want today is a jet ski. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it makes you wonder if one of the executives said, I got an eight-year-old jet ski in the back. We'll just paint it and yeah, we'll put the sticker, sticker on it. Some Silver, Surfer. Fix that up. Silver Surfer logo on it. It'll be great. Yeah, and then I got these watches we can get from China for ten cents. Let's let's just bring them over and slap a silver surfer sticker on it and call it right. good. Oh man, 
All right. Well, any more stories about the Silver Surfer video game, Al? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Well, Ben, let's see. You had what's your pick for us, Ben? I had uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time, which was an arc as an arcade game was freaking awesome. But it was is one of the ones. Obviously, it's a popular title, popular you know property. So they they moved it also from arcade to the console. For me, I I did both. I played it in the arcade first, and then it was one of the few that I bought uh, an arcade game that I bought for the console. And it just to me, it didn't translate as well onto the even though it's the exact same game, it just didn't translate as well on the console. And you had it on a Super Nintendo, right? Yeah. So okay. But. But as you know, is again, it's a '90s game, so it's a side scroller. Uh, I think what was cool about the, I mean, you could do it as a console version too. But the arcade is that since there's four turtles, you could play. You know, you and th- you and three of your friends could all you know drop fifty cents in, and you could each be a turtle and move your way through this game. Yeah, the arcade one was was where it was at. That was the fun, fun option. Yeah, I never beat it either arcade or console i just uh i need and there's very few games actually in my video game career that i've actually beaten uh yeah i, I either get bored with them or or if it was the silver server game i do remember playing that it, it probably just oh. frustrated me I'm like oh this game's dumb and put it away wow you played it <laughs> i did yeah but but yeah i just this game i just always like i really like the turtles of course the the cartoon was big around that time too when i was growing up so uh, seeing the video game was just fun and awesome, and you got to choose which turtle you want to be. So that was always good. It was a great two-player game. Yeah, yeah, and it wasn't just your standard two-player. Yeah, you're right. You had the four-player. Well, as I say, well, it's a, it's a side-scroller, but like as you can see in some of the the images here, the 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 bad guys would like come from behind you as well. So yep. you weren't just literally moving left to right. You'd be moving moving left to right, and then. You know, foot soldiers would show up behind you, like, "Oh crap, I got to turn around and fight them now." If so, I remember right, you couldn't go backwards either. You could go forward, and if you went forward, everything advanced. Yep. Yeah, you couldn't go back, so you'd get like the bad guy that you'd leave hanging over here off to the side, and then he'd keep coming at you because you yeah, back and you'd get stuck. So to speak. or if you or if, or yeah, or if you'd see like a like a power up, like a an extra life or whatever, if you advance too far that it went off screen, then you you go. Like, oh, you just lost it. You didn't get it because now you can't go back to it. Well, and, and I think this was one of those games, too, where uh, if you could take the lives of your partner. If you had, if you were Leonardo and you had three lives and I was Raphael and I had one life, I die. It should be game over for me. But no, I'm going to use one of your lives. Yes. Yeah. It, yeah. It would ask you, like, do you want to do you want to take a life from player one? And inevitably, you would say yes, and it would probably result in your friend going, "Oh, you son of a bitch!" You know, right. getting pissed off at you because so. <laughs> you didn't ask. You didn't ask him if you could take it. You're just like, "Screw it, I want to keep playing." So. Right. That's right. <laughs> you're in the moment. You're like, "I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna hit. You know, continue." Right. Oh, and they have Toka and Razar from Turtles Two in here. Huh. Yeah, they incorporated uh, some of the movie things too, along with the book, comic book, and, and cartoon. The one thing I remember, though, is like I think like most games where you have a team, there's always someone that people consider, you know, the leader or whatever. And so if I remember it, like Leonardo was a little more powerful and a better character. But yeah. I never I never liked Leonardo. I wanted to uh, to be like uh, Michelangelo or Donatello, but Michelangelo was weak as hell in this game. 
He was. If I remember correctly. He was. Yeah. It was almost like a cruel joke because everyone, everybody wanted to be Michelangelo. Yeah, and there's like a <laughs> make him weak. His nunchucks are short. He can't reach the bad guys anyway. So right. Get more yeah, quarters that was, way, I guess. Right. But yeah. yeah, it was. But I mean, overall, it was a fun game. I mean. It's it's a '90s you know eight bit graphic. Well, I guess it's more than eight bit because on Super Nintendo. Yeah, sixteen bit. But 16, yeah, 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 all the way up to sixteen. <laughs> but but it was fun, you know. Just overall, you, and you know, you travel. Of course, it's Turtles in Time, so each level you're in a different time period, as you know, either the future or the past or the present. And and I don't even remember the plot of the game other than fight all the bad guys. You know, you fight, you know, Krang and Shredder and Toka and Razor and uh doctor was it baxter baxter dr baxter baxter stockman yeah baxter Baxter stockman that's what it was so but like i said other than fighting the bad guys and making it to the end i don't remember what the plot was like what was the like the silver surfer you had the pieces you were gathering like i don't even remember if that was something in this game or if it's just like ah no just fight these guys i think somebody took something through a time portal and they were chasing them through time if i i think that makes sense most of these it's just let's throw every character from the comic book into the game and kids will love it. This, I don't think people realize how huge the turtles were back in late eighties, early nineties. I mean, they were massively popular, right? Yeah. They had cartoons, video games, action figures, movies. Yeah. Everything (laughs) live, live tours. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You're right. (laughs) uh, Floats in the Macy's day parade. I mean, they had, everything it, yeah it's just crazy how popular they were but I'm, yeah at the arcades these games turtles games are always full and that four player action like you said that that was what the draw was right yeah i i dropped many many weeks worth of allowance into this game <laughs> yeah because it's 50 cents a pop <laughs> so this wasn't a quarter anymore right. yeah yeah i think this is the ending let's let's take a look at the ending here yeah the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, our four reptilian heroes, have overcome the arc villain Shredder. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, but at least it wasn't just like, you know, ah, we're done. I mean, they, they, they defeated Shredder. They brought the 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 thing back. It's not like Shredder just fell off and then the end appeared on the screen. Right. April yeah, April gave you a wink that makes it exponentially better. Oh yeah, right. That's yeah. the only reason you play the game. Yeah, right. That's awesome. Watching that, now, watching that reminds me, man. The the depth always got me. Oh it yeah, central, but you had that depth. You could go up and down, and you'd always think you were on the same plane as the bad guy, and you're swinging at nothing. <laughs> like, yep. Yeah, I got to come down a bit. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and they had. I, had forget, I forgot about that too. Yeah, you can move up and down the screen as well. And jump. So you're moving. Like, here's the back of the document. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> it is a fun game, though. You get your buddies together, grab two, three, four bucks. You'd have a good time. Right. And then you'd steal lives from the other players, like you said. <laughs> yeah. And smack the guy and that good took... graphics. Yeah, I know. 
considering it's 16 bit. I mean, this is the arcade. It's a little better than the Super Nintendo version, but it's double the bit of Silver Surfer, so of course it looks good. Yeah, right. I mean, Silver Surfer was regular Nintendo, so that was just 8 bit. And then, do you have this game still, Ben? Oh God, no. Okay. <laughs> Just like uh, Al and I were talking, I was like, I sold all my old Nintendo games back in the mid-90s for like five bucks. Like, what a mistake. I'm fairly confident <laughs> I either sold them like in a garage sale or yep. I might have like rounded them all up and like traded them in for at one point, like traded them in so I could get a like GameStop uh, Nintendo or 64 or something. Yeah. 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 Here's, so. <laughs> here's five Super Nintendo games. I'll get one used Nintendo 64 game. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 So yeah, you can get Turtles in Time, <laughs> Super Nests, complete inbox for three hundred bucks. But the cartridges themselves are going for about forty, between forty and fifty. It looks like. That's still, I mean, that's still like double, you know, double the value of when if you bought it back in the nineties. I know. Wow, some of these are even me... if you have just the cart, but if you have all of it, that's pretty good. Let me go highest first and just see. See, Obviously, what the wow, someone wants six thousand five hundred dollars for a oh, it's J- Japanese version, brand new. Okay, nah, uh, the Japanese version always, you know, is super rare and costs more, but yeah. really leaning into that. This, this, this is going to put my kid through college, bit, huh? I guess I'm getting <laughs> a little desperate. I notice it's still available, <laughs> yeah, huh? right? You know, it's jumping on that deal, weird, yeah. <laughs> Still, you got somebody selling for sixteen hundred dollars. I should have put all my uh, my portfolio into games as opposed to comic books because they actually seem to somewhat appreciate in value. You should have. Yeah, but that's only if you never played them and never took them out of the box. See, that's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And if they're open, they're going for about five hundred. But still, if you have everything, five hundred bucks. Right. You know that's seems to be what they're going for. If you have the the box, the manual, the sleeve, you know, all that stuff, just like Silver Surfer. If you just have the cartridge, it looks like you're going for about a hundred. Yeah, about a hundred. Yeah. And wow. one day you come home and you find your brother playing with all your investments and destroying your future. Yeah. <laughs> not just li- not figuratively, literally destroying your future. Uh, so that's Ben Crane's investment strategies. Buy video games now, never open them, play them. And then right, 40 right. years from now, they'll be worth something. Right. So right. And they'll, they'll maybe double in value. So and do that now. And 40 years from now, you can track Ben down when he's in a nursing home and tell him, hey, thanks for, for helping me out. <laughs> thanks right. for the advice. And now, now, by the way, you know, feed me my oatmeal. <laughs> With your investment strategy, I was able to play off, pay off my Tricell. So thanks for the advice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, those are fun games, though. And as we'll see in some of the other picks, that style was, was just fun. Take some interesting and fun IPs and throw them in those side scrollers. And it's a good time. Mm-hmm. Did you have a, let's see, did you have an arcade when you're nearby where you were at Ben, or was this, did you have this in like a gas station or someplace or. Oh no, I had a, I had a really nice, uh, called a, what was it called now? Damn. I can't remember now, but anyway, I had a really nice arcade, uh, in the mall, uh, in my hometown. That was only like five or 10 minutes away from where I lived. So, Oh man, that no wonder you burned up your allowance. Oh yeah. <laughs> that about every, every weekend we at the mall and just in the arcade. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, so. man. While Al was slaving away at Silver Surfer, Ben was playing Turtles in Time right. at the arcade. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think this came out in 92, I think is what I saw. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, I think it was, uh, yeah, 92 sounds right. Yeah, I was looking turtles. up some stuff. Yeah. Oh, man. Fun game, though. I think they, they have some re-releases. You can still play it. I even saw at an arcade in Omaha, they had the, the first Turtles game, and they did kind of a reskin of it with mo more modern graphics. So they just took the exact same game, but increased the resolution and, and oh. the sound a little bit. But otherwise, it's identical. It's pretty cool. Nice. So, yeah, I thought that was a good idea. Just kind of revamp okay. an old old game. But uh, but I'm sure you can find an emulator. You can find this game someplace, or you can go on eBay and buy the cartridge for 500 bucks. Yeah, whatever. Right. <laughs> All right. So let's see. Let's start with mine. Oh, so uh, when I was doing some research, I was curious what was the first video game based on a comic book character, and it was Superman for the Atari 2600. Oh, so. I thought 1982, sense. I think it was. So you were wow. just blue and red pixels moving up and down on the screen? Yes. I need to. I, right. I, don't, I don't think I bookmarked it. Let me see if I can find Superman 2600. Well, and there was a Superman game, too, that in the 90s, I think it was in the 90s, I think it was for PlayStation that's regarded as like one of the worst video games ever made. Yes. Uh, Nintendo 64 Superman was pretty bad, too, from what I found out. So, I think, yeah. yeah, I think that's it. Well, because you take a, a super... Oh, my God. There you go. <laughs> oh, you don't even have red pixels. That's the phone booth. Oh, man. Uh, wow. <laughs> this, is, this is what we had in 1982, kids. This is as good That's as it got. Awful. So there's this. So look at the screen, and then this is what got video game manufacturers in trouble in the in the 80s was the box art and what was actually. Oh yeah. On so there's the box art, and then right. there's you know this is the gameplay. This is what you got. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's funny is is video games still get a lot of flack for that because they they dump a bunch of money into the production value of like the cutscenes and the uh and the ads and stuff and then you play the game and you're like oh it doesn't look anything like that so like to where the point now is when you see ads for games like it says you know like there's a little disclaimer that says this is not actual gameplay or not actual footage from the game because right there's you know like world of warcraft and you know some of the like call of duty games got kind of in trouble for that it looked super realistic and lifelike and everything was awesome. And then you played the game and you're like, that's not what I saw on the screen. Right. Yeah. They, they got in a lot of trouble for that because of the Atari 2600 games and others where they had to put the <laughs> disclaimer on it. And if you remember in the early is 84, 85, when Nintendo first came out, remember the first games had the kind of the pixel art on the front that mm -hmm. was the compromise yeah. that Nintendo had to do for retailers to say the concept art on the front has to be close to what the actual gameplay looks like. And so if you remember those oh. first 10 games, 12 games are all kind of that pixel yeah. black, black pixel art cover. That's because of that. So yeah. interesting. Yeah. 
So anyway, yeah, first first video game based upon a comic book was Superman for the Atari 2600. That'll give you hours of fun. You thought Silver Surfer was difficult. <laughs> Try figuring out what that phone booth looks like in the I, building. Yeah, I don't want to play that game. <laughs> Try figuring out what it is that you're supposed to be doing. I mean, like I said, I don't even know what's going on in that game. No, what am I looking at? Yeah. <laughs> oh, they even have... Oh, let's see. Let's go. See? Oh, but see, they changed the color of the building yeah. and they made it look a little different, though. Doesn't that get you excited? Sure. It's a whole different level. <laughs> That's how oh. you know yeah, you're somewhere else. There's Just another person on the screen. Pavilions. Wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Look Where's at this. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what am I looking at? <laughs> oh, anyway. Right. I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes. You can check it out and but this is this is all you had in 1982 to play at home, guys. So, Oof. all right, that's crazy. So I, my first pick is the X Men arcade game, which is a four player game, just like the Turtles, where you have all your characters from the X Men. It was inspired by the Kitty Pride, the Pride of X Men cartoon that they were going to make. But it got ditched, and I'm gonna play the intro to it, and you'll you'll this just screams late '80s because I think it's the the pilot came out in '87, I believe. So. No place to hide. No place to run. No place to run. The mutant age has now begun. So yeah, <laughs> that just screams. I, I want to see that cartoon. You yeah. do? Well, you can <laughs> yeah, find that it. That looks good. It's oh, I just <laughs> love it because it's just late '80s X Men all over the place. The, the theme song needs a little work, but yeah, they could tweak yeah. that a bit. Yeah. Do you like this theme song <laughs> or the one that came out in '92 or '93 for you know with? So '92 oh, is much better. Obviously. Oh yeah. Yeah. So this was going to get greenlit, but they ditched it. And but the characters from the X Men arcade game came from from this one, and they used the concept art and and whatnot that they had. So they had, let's see, our characters you could pick from. I can grab those real quick. Uh, let's see. That helps explain it because I was always curious because the characters on the game just seemed like why would you choose those characters? And then well, especially well, like, like Colossus, for instance. Like Dazzler at the at the time the arcade game came out, Dazzler was already kind of on was backburnered. Like in eighty seven yep. through ninety, she was a, a kind of a big deal. But but you know when the when this arcade game came out, she was like I said, she was already backburnered. This is the, the arcade game came out after the Jim Lee explosion. Yeah. And, well, yeah, and, and even like. Colossus was never like an A-list like character, or at least you know, in the fans' eyes, I would say. Colossus made sense in the game because you need to have like you know your your strong man, uh, true, like round out the team. But like, and then the, like the costumes that they went with, you know that that Cyclops costume was like eight costumes old by the time like, this game came right. out. Yes, but I think even Storm's costume was an older version too. Yeah, that was early eighties. Yeah, yeah, Al's exactly right. By the time, oh, it was 89 was when the X-Men, Pride of X-Men cartoon came out. And the game came out in 92. 
And Al is exactly right. By then, the Jim Lee X-Men had already hit. So you went to the arcade and played this, and you were like, wait a second. This is right. not what I was expecting. It's not my X-Men. Yeah, this, is, this ain't my X-Men. So you had Cyclops, Colossus, Wolverine, Storm, Nightcrawler, and Dazzler. And then your villains were Magneto, of course, was the final villain. Pyro, Blob, Wendigo, Nimrod, the White Queen, Juggernaut, and Mystique. Huh. So this one was pretty popular. And the, the kicker on this one was you could not, you not only could play four players, you could do six players on this X-Men game. That wow. was a huge deal. And it had two screens. It was because back then we didn't have you know wide wide screens. You had to put two monitors together to get yeah. the to get the play. That thing's so, gonna take up a lot of real estate. Yes, yes, it was very massive machine. X Men. So you can kind of see the line down the middle where the the monitors meet. But I still love the intro. I mean, even though they're the older designs, it's still fun. So, so you could pick your six characters if you had the six-player one. Just like the turtles, though, you had all of your characters. Yeah, you, had your, you also had your superpowers, so each hero had their own superpowers. Which one did you guys like? Yes. Um, I played as Colossus, and I, I never played as anybody else. Of course you did. <laughs> Why does that fit so well? <laughs> Uh, so I always played as Cyclops or Wolverine and, uh, Cyclops is optic blast. Like when you did the, the power up one where he could like wipe out almost the entire screen was pretty good. But Wolverine had his, uh, berserker move, which was freaking awesome. So one of the best ones that I was reading online was they said either Nightcrawler or Colossus because their powers just emanated out and it just killed pretty much everybody on the screen. Yeah, this is a fun. If you can find the six-player one, it is a massive beast. I I never actually played it on the six-player one, but I did see one. There's a guy that restores old arcade cabinets, and I was at his shop one time, and he actually had one of these. And it is. It takes up. It's at least six to maybe seven feet wide. It is a massive beast of a machine. Yeah. But two I screens. I don't think I even realized there was a six-player version. I always saw this the the four-player one. Yeah, I remember the four-player, and I think there's a one of the beer caves in town has a four-player. Yeah. Do they? Mm-hmm. I've never made it past the first level though. That first level that you that you showed. That first video. I've never I never made it past that. Even now, I it it's not good. <laughs> I mean, it's not it, it, the game's fine. I'm just saying, like it's it's hard, and I've never been. It is. I'm it is hard. Yes. Yeah. Some of the, let's see, there's some X-Men Arcade. Let's see, you got some taunts. Magneto, the main villain, of course, taunts the players by calling them X-Chickens. Nice. <laughs> of course. Uh, there's an announcer. There's an announcer who excitedly shouts out the name of each player when they join the game. So it's kind of cool. Let's look at the the ending here. Let's see how, how we can rate the endings on this. So of course Magneto's the last last boss. I wonder if I think you fight Juggernaut too. Well, anyway, let's yeah, let's check out the final. Oh, 
There. Okay, we killed Magneto. Actually, there were six. Yeah, there's six players. He didn't stand a chance. <laughs> no. Destroy Asteroid M. And just fly away. <laughs> That's it. Oh, wait. The game is not over yet. It's Magneto. not over yet. Succeed to rescue Professor and return to Earth. Still, the battle needs to be. Yeah, yeah. And then this goes to the credits. That's awesome. <laughs> like, since the game's not over, it's just like to stick you around at the credits. <laughs> I guess. And I think let's, let's scroll past all the credits. I think it just goes. Then you have some comic panels. And then you have all six characters at the end. Huh. Yeah, nice. I've never gotten to the end. Oh, it just shows you random play. Okay. Huh. Yeah, if you can find the six-player system, you can buy these. You can still buy a cabinet, a four-player cabinet for about 4300 bucks. But from what I read, to find a six-player one, there's only... A, someone was saying there's only about 400 of them that they made, the six-player ones. So if you find said, one... It can't be out there a lot. It's rare. I even found a manual instruction manual online and how to put the six player cabinet together. I didn't realize wow. this, but they, <laughs> they came to the, whoever bought them, I guess, at least the initial ones, you had to put them together. So it shows you how to put the monitors in, how to attach the front cabinets, how to put the little joysticks in, how to wire the harness in. I mean, wow. this is, this is really interesting how, how complicated so so, like, Lou from Lou's Arcade had to put this together when he ordered it? Like, Konomi didn't send somebody out to do this? If you got it brand new, I mean, after you bought it, then, you know, obviously they would just put it in a truck and send it to the next person. But if you were the first one, yeah, anyway, six players. But, yeah, the four-player one is the one I played, and I think you guys, too. It's grab some buddies yeah. and pop some quarters in and and yeah. not get through the first level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah can you imagine two screens but the graphics again 16 higher 16 bit graphics yeah. looks great it's just like yeah. it's just like the turtles except with x-men yeah. essentially yep so you guys play this one a lot when you could oh yeah yeah all right i think i think when i was done with turtles i'd just walk over to the x-men and play that yep yep <laughs> definitely yeah, you can see how big this thing is. Wow, it's pretty cool. So, all right. Well, the next one I've got, sticking with the X-Men theme. Let's, uh, you, can, you can go on YouTube, too, and find the Pride of X-Men if you want to watch the, the cartoon. <laughs> the arcade game sold really well, so it, it was pretty is popular. Full just, that, that one episode they did? Uh, that was just the intro, but I think you can find the, the full episode, too, of the pilot episode that they did. But, um, yeah, it, it sold really well because, you know, we didn't have a lot of comic book based video games back then, not good ones anyway. <laughs> so right. when you had, you know, X-Men, <laughs> Turtles, Avengers, Silver Surfer, whatever you get your hands on, you played. Yeah. So, right. so Children of the Atom is the next one. This one came out in 1994. And another good one. yeah, another excellent. This one is not a kind of a side scroller, three-quarter scroller. This one is a fighting game in the 
vein of Street Fighter, Street Fighter 2, Mortal Kombat. And it included all of our, our favorite heroes. So let me find a little video here of it. But I love this one just looks spectacular. Yeah. And it's just pitting X-Men against each other. But there's a little bit of a storyline. Of course, Magneto is the final boss on this. So which character, speaking of characters, which characters did you like when when you played this game? Which one did you go for, guys? I think I went towards uh, either Colossus or Juggernaut. <laughs> <laughs> Colossus again. Yeah. I think I uh, I kind of went, I think I stuck with uh, uh, Wolverine and Cyclops. I think I might have, you know, thrown a Nightcrawler in there every now and then because I, I always like the teleporting. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, his power is pretty good on that but i kind of liked Iceman for some reason i don't know why wow, i played him some just just different but uh you have an omega red see this is oh, so when this came out in 94 yeah silver samurai yeah this had the artwork and the design of what we were kind of used to but by this point yeah this is the jim lee era x-men i mean even with when you have forge in there this is the early 90s team right the old I, I could get past the first guy, the Sentinels, but I usually didn't last very long. Oh yeah, here's let's see, you fought Juggernaut, Juggernaut too. Just that was pretty freaking cool. I mean, he took up the whole freaking screen. I can find him here. Here we go. Yeah, there's Juggernaut. But yeah, if you played Street Fighter, I know. <laughs> you played street fighter you kind of get the idea it's just a fighting game but they include the x-men characters and you get their superpowers and but yeah juggernaut is massive it takes up half the screen i think there's master mold is in here too if i remember correctly let's see let's skip to the i don't know if there's an ending to this or not it's probably lame Probably. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's probably in the vein of Street Fighter where if you beat it with a certain character, each character has its own ending. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think you're right. Oh, that's right. They had to include a, a Capcom, a, uh, a character from Street Fighter no. in order to get Capcom to do this. Hybrid. Oh, the acolytes. Oh, yeah. Uh -oh. 
I think that might be it. That is it. <laughs> okay. So you beat Magneto. The acolytes show up, and then you're done. With no explanation, no saying who they are, nothing. Just, all right. Yeah, yeah we're here. Oh, and, man. And we're done. And that's it. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Fun game, but I never, I was never good at video games anyway, but I would always throw a couple quarters in this one and try it. And I would never do very well. So, but uh, let's see. Yeah, I was, never, I was never good at the fighting games, but I, I remember playing no. this one probably thinking, like, well, it's X Men, so I like X Men. I bet I'll yeah. be good at it. It's like, well, that's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, the fighting games, you have to, you have to have some really good reflexes. But I was Al, just, you know, I you was, beat you beat Silver Surfer. You would think you'd. <laughs> no, I was not good at the, uh, the fighting game. <laughs> I was a button masher that would always uh, go on the offensive way too quick and way too often. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, you jump towards them and just push buttons as fast as you could. Just dive right in and just mash and just get clobbered. That's all that ever happens. <laughs> oh man, let's see. There's some. Um... Let's see, you had the Acolytes there. You had Exodus, Delgado, Kleinstock. I don't know that guy right offhand. There's Forge is in the background on one of Storm's endings because they had a little love interest there for a while. Gene, yeah. Gray, cameos in Cyclopses and Wolverine's ending because she's not actually in there. Yeah, that's right. She's not in this. Yeah. Mojo, cameos and Spiral's ending. Professor X, of course, is, is there. But... Yeah, it's a fun game. So you could pick Cyclops, Wolverine, Psylocke, Iceman, Colossus, and Storm. So the heroes you could pick. Yeah. Sounds like another weird choice. Yeah, you're, well, she was kind of big there when the Jim Lee reboot came around. Yeah. Psylocke was huge then. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Let's see. You had. Came out in 94. A pretty good rating. It was like four point six out of out of five on the rating. So I liked it. I thought it was a fun game. I just was never very good at it, so I would <laughs> be done very quickly. But uh, <laughs> just like uh, this one, this one I didn't probably have near as long a play as the X Men Arcade, just because you could if you got a couple guys together, you could play the X Men Arcade game and, and last a fair amount. But this one, right? You know, I you you go three rounds. I was done by the second round, <laughs> usually. Right? Yeah. I could usually beat the Sentinel occasionally, but after that, I was, you know, I wasn't gonna <laughs> last very long. Did, was this at your arcade too, then, Ben? That you had? Uh, yeah, for a brief little bit, I remember it being there. Yeah. Because they had this, and then later on they had the uh, the Marvel vs. Capcom. Yes. <laughs> That was so huge. then you had all the all the X Men characters and a few other Marvel characters fighting all the Street Fighter characters. Yeah, so that was that was fun. Yeah, <laughs> we got Colossus in his classic red. Al's favorite character. Nope. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I got about the Children of the Atom. Any other comments about Children of the Atom? No. That was a no. fun game. So last but not maybe not least is the Captain America and the Avengers. Now, this one is just like the Turtles and the X-Men. It's just a simple side-scroller, and you can just 
has all the the characters from the Captain America game or from the comic book and the Avengers. I need to pull that up here. I didn't grab a I don't know if you guys played this one at all or not too, but it was pretty much guaranteed in the arcades too. Six players. And I don't even remember this one at all. Yeah. Oh man, somebody dumped a ton of footage. You pick your your four characters, Vision, Iron Man, Captain America, and Hawkeye. This came out in, I think, 92 as well, if I remember correctly. Let me make sure I have my... Oh, 91, sorry. Came out in 1991. So this would have been, yeah, the same time as the Turtles. It's a four-player game. I think Red Skull is the primary villain in this one. This one's a little rougher because it came out a little earlier. I don't. Did you guys see this in the arcade anywhere? Never seen this at all. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't remember this one at all. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, the Avengers. It had kind of a cheesy voiceover <laughs> on on when you put a quarter in and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Red Skulls assembled an army of supervillains. Let's see. As you do. Yeah, of course. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> Let's see. You have your special attacks like Hawkeye can do a like a flying kick. Captain America, of course, can throw his shield. Other Avengers. Oh, so they have some other Avengers, the Wasp, Quicksilver, Wonder Man, Namor. Huh. I had never lasted very long, so I didn't get to see very many of the characters. Let's see. Go through different levels. Oh, you're on the little Quin not Quin Jet. Yeah, 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 there you go. They won the contest. <laughs> they're, so yeah, they're silver super jet skis fighting off the camp. Going through Manhattan. Huh, I kind of forgot this. That's some generic robot bad guys. I like all the, uh, the, all of the onomatopoeias popping up there in the fights. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pow, bam. <laughs> yeah. So let's, I think this is... Let's say Mech Taco. Let's see here. Let's try to get to the end here. See if we can... Here's his... Oh, uh, Red Skull has a moon base. So... Of course. Like like every villain does, right? (laughs) Yeah, as you do. (laughs) Oh, we destroyed the moon base. Oh, we fly our Quinjet out of there. Oh, onomatopoeia. <laughs> right across the front. Oh, <laughs> thanks to the brave and valiant efforts of our heroes. The Avengers. Red Skull and his evil plan was crushed. And the world could once again breathe easily. <laughs> but, for the Avengers, the battle doesn't end here. Wherever evil exists in this world, they must confront it. Well, I don't know. What do you think about that ending? Is that eh? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a step above the Silver Surfer Silver just being Surfer like, how you can't have this. Yeah, it's one of the better endings that we've seen. Yeah. In the name of justice, Avengers unite. Wow. And I think it just goes to the Yeah, it just goes to the end credits. Oh, they fly off. 
<laughs> a little shooting star going across the screen. Oh man. Oh, the red skull. He'll be back. <laughs> man. That's great. Huh? There you go. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, this that one was, came out. Was... Oh, go ahead. Him laughing at the end was like akin to uh, Skeletor at the end of Masters of the Universe coming out. <laughs> so be like, oh, there's going to be a sequel, and then there just never was. Never no. was. Yes. Oh, I kind of forgot. You know how many times I watched that, Ben? I never went clear to the end until probably 10 years later. The, yeah. the first time I realized that that was there was, uh, I don't remember how many years ago, uh, they were playing it at the Alamo and we all went, you know, with Eddie and, and, uh, the other mega guys and we were watching it and I, I thought it was over. I'm like, Oh, the end credits, uh, time to go. And I think it was, uh, I think Chris Metry was like, wait, hold on, hold on. It's not done. I'm like, yeah, it is. It's, it's over. And he's like, no, wait. And so we're sitting there and then that, that popped up and I was like, when did this happen? He's like, it's always been there. It's great. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, I, I never knew it existed. <laughs> I know me too. I was like, what? I, I watched this probably 20 times and I never I right? even paid attention. That was before in credit scenes were kind of a thing. And you just, I figured, right. oh, this is an 80s movie. They're not going to have that. Right. <laughs> and as soon as it fades to black and the credits start rolling, you walk out of the theater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. This is a fun little game. You can find it. It came out on Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis and pretty much everything. And if you like comic books, video games this one's a good one just to give it a try in the vein of turtles and the x-men arcade game it's pretty much the same exact thing just with a different set of characters and different set of powers and villains so yeah. check it out cool yeah you guys didn't know this one existed huh no or i didn't see it in it. arcade oh, okay no. i played it a few times at an ar a couple of arcades we'd, we'd find them and uh it's pretty cool all right so i have a i have a couple of honorable mentions yeah real quick that uh, i think we'd we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the uh, the batman game that came out in 89 with the movie oh, oh on nintendo yeah. it was more or less like ninja gate in but uh batman <laughs> yeah but yes. it was a fantastic game it was a really it was solid gameplay the graphics were nintendo but they were decent uh, right, it was fun. It was a good game. I remember that. That was a good game. It was Sunsoft. Fun. Sunsoft was notorious for hard games. I kind of remember that. Yeah, you're and right. The other one that I have written down that I played a lot of. Uh, I didn't have it, but my friend did. And we played the game all the time. Was the Wolverine game? Oh, it's like Mantium Rage or something like that, wasn't it called? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Something like that, yeah. Look. That's a new one. I don't think I know about that one. Oh, man. It was amazing. Uh, especially, like, our favorite part was when uh, Psylocke would make her appearance. Yeah. Is it is it because of what Psylocke's costume looks like? Is that why yeah, you like her yeah, making her appearance? Oh, man, I remember the play that level. It was, a, it was just a fun game. It was a, it was a good, good game. Here's a little yeah. gameplay for some 8-bit action. This is it, right, Al? That's it. Okay. So again, a little, little Mario, little Ninja Gaiden-ish. Uh-huh. And of course, the magnets were, uh, you know, that was a big oh, deal. Because you, know, you jump and then kind of pull you back, wouldn't they? Yeah, because you got a metal skeleton. 
Well, yeah, of course. You got to have that joke in there every right. time Wolverine's Jubilee. on screen. Jubilee, oh. yeah. So these are the little cut scenes you're talking about? Al, yeah, they have just... cameos. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Psylocke, of course, was more, uh, I think she was like in a swimsuit because, well, that was her costume, <laughs> but yeah. I was going to say that. <laughs> yeah, she pretty much is. Her costume is a swimsuit. Man, somebody actually played this one that I heard was really hard. Where is Saber? So Sabretooth must be the primary villain on this one. I oh, think man, so, is this, yeah. Is this Sabretooth? Let's see. I don't know if we, I don't know if we ever beat the game. It's a hard game, I bet you. Bub. Oh, man. <laughs> That's awesome. And then here's the Batman. Side scroller. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I see what you're talking about. The Ninja yep. Gaiden kind of going the up the, yep. the walls. Yep, the old yep. wall jump. Yeah. Yeah, 1989. I think the Wolverine was 88, maybe. I'm not sure, but... No, it was, it was uh, like 91. Oh, was 92. it 91? Okay. Yeah. Okay. See, I, re yeah. I remember the Batman game. I don't think I've ever seen the uh, Wolverine game, though. Yeah. To go check it, fire it up in the emulator and go check them out. and You'll probably get frustrated right. really fast, I imagine. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. these are hard. Nintendo games are just... Well... Of course, I take that back, Al. If you beat Silver Surfer, maybe this won't seem so difficult. Man, listen, I did. That's the only game I ever beat. <laughs> <laughs> I never even beat Mario. So. Yeah, yeah, I haven't either. So you're in, you're in good company. How about you, Ben? Are you beating these old NES games, Super NES no. games, all the time? N not no. I mean, Mario, I never beat, and I I feel like most games I just not really got bored with, but either yeah. just got frustrated and just stopped. Yeah. Like I'd get like halfway through and I'm like, I'm done with this. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was kind of the same way. I just like, eh, I'm done. <laughs> I wasn't a completionist. I didn't have to beat the game. I was just like, I just want to have fun. Right. You know, that's what, and again, we didn't have a lot of, I don't think we had a lot of video games based on comic books, especially early on. I just wasn't until Nintendo came along obviously right. that kind of changed yeah. the changed the game gaming system overall because look what we had we had you know atari 2600 superman i mean <laughs> that's as we're just like no we got to wait a little bit but right. i remember the batman one on nintendo we played that i think i rented that a couple times to play it and it was pretty hard but, but yeah fun. it was so, fun yeah cool well that's all i got guys unless you got something else i think we've we've covered it that was a fun fun time down memory lane and what could have been okay. how could have had a jet ski i could have had a jet ski <laughs> right <laughs> that my parents probably would have uh sold probably <laughs> yes <it>. yes <laughs> oh man all right well hey thanks everybody for listening and until next time nerd it up see you guys see ya later <laughs> <laughs>